it's a lot of bullshit going on down here. Let's just start breaking this. Double bullshit. Double bullshit. No bullshit. Why are you on the phone? <laughs> Why are you on the phone? Well, there's a person that might be coming in. I don't, yeah. uh, I don't know where he I'm is. I'm trying to get my groove on, bro. <laughs> it's fucking big show, man. I, I'm strung out. What? I can't sleep. This is some heavy shit. I know. It's what you come to expect now. Well, thank you for breaking it down for me. Heavy shit. And I'm trying to get in the groove. And you're playing fucking candy, whatever, to crush. Come on. Snap with it. All right. All it's apologies. America's newsroom. All apologies. What do you, you got? You know this is America's newsroom. Man, this shit's on fire. We are working hard. And it's still fun. <laughs> Get ready. What I'm doing is waiting like Red Tommy. Yes, 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 yeah. We're just waiting. Just waiting. You're going to want to be here. Just waiting. Share. It doesn't hurt you. Press share. Put us over 10 million downloads. Please. Please. Share. You don't know what I've been going through. I'm going to tell you. There the fuck he is. That's why I was texting. What? He's <laughs> like, I'm so trying to sneak. He can't sneak behind. Oh, and he hits something, knocks something over. Red just snuck uh, into the studio, everybody. Set the fuck down, Red. Oh, by the way. It's not like he snuck in at all. <laughs> <laughs> he attempted to, Karen. I I'm talking oh, okay. I'm talking to my buddy who's a professor in Virginia of uh, a film. And he goes, I don't know, man. You're kind of you're hard on Red. And I said, well, does it come off as a bit? Like a bit. We're, you know, we, it's entertaining. And he goes... He goes, I'm not sure. And then I said, then I have to think about that. Because if it doesn't come across that I love this man, then I'm, I'm not doing something right. I understand it. I can see it. I came in today and was raving at you. A lot of stress coming in. Yeah. I'm sorry. I caught, I caught mine yesterday. She did. <laughs> what? Wait, how could you How could you possibly have any rage towards that sweet woman? Well, I, I was talking about what we're about ready to do. Listen, folks, we've got your answers on the nursing homes, and it ain't good. We'll give you the general details while we await the specificity required from the state. It doesn't look good. And I'm talking to Karen about it. And Karen has given me her deep and beautiful opinion, and she's looking into the future. And I said, wait, 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 wait. Now. Now. It's all about now. And then we'll go to the future. But, and I'm taking so much shit, Karen. Damn, girl. But Charlie, that's not that. that you are who you are, and you are who you are because you are who you are. And that's all good. And, you know, nobody's asking you to change. I mean, those of us around you know, understand and accept you for that. I mean, so it's all good. I mean, you are disrespectful. I mean, we'd have a whole nother conversation if I ever thought you were disrespectful. But you aren't. You never have been. I'm so, going I'm gonna hey, to do, I'm gonna do what I got to do. And listen, yeah. it, you know, I, I'll even yell at Red like when we leave and have a couple pops. 
Because the fucker is like Steve, my lawyer here, who's <laughs> going to help break it down. The show? It's like you two guys get paid by the word. What the fuck? Be concise. What's going on? Anyway, we have that answer. We have the answer. We also want to talk about the Midland Dam. And there's some breaking news. Remember Gretchen Whitmer's plane? Yeah. Okay. We're going to tell you all about it, but it's breaking news. Exclusive to the No Bullshit News Hour. There's a second plane. Yes, Wimmer has a second gift plane. Oh, no. We're going to have Ed Sarpolis on to explain to us people, Ed Sarpolis being the official pollster of the No Bullshit News Hour, who also has got a little firm called Target Insight. You know? yeah, can, yeah. can I get Small a number? I'll be needing to be gifted a plane here and there. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Okay. That's what we're gonna do, and then I, I, I gotta, I gotta address you people out there, the left and the right. Come on, man, drop it. Get children to start thinking about. I don't, I don't want to fight, and if you're gonna fight, don't include me in it, cause I don't give two fucks. Okay, but having said that, as always. The No Bullshit News Hour is brought to you by American Coney Island, the home of the first, the finest Coney dog in America. It's at the corner of Lafayette, downtown, and Michigan Avenue. It's that red, white, and blue building. You all know it. Take your kids there. Start a tradition. The COVID thing, it's over. My daughter don't want to believe it, but it's over. I, I'm kind of with her. Yeah, it's. What, you, you don't think it's over? I'm not completely. Yeah, you had a loved one pass last night, huh? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, it's, sorry, it's not man. over. No uh, by no means. So I, I just say, be precautious in your activities. Beautiful. And you want precaution? You want to know the cleanest restaurant? Well, where? Where, where can that be? American Coney Island. Oh, wow. Who? How does it get so clean? Well, you know. Special Greek secrets. Special Greek cleaning techniques. You know Greeks invented cleaning. Yeah, they did. They invented they did. everything. They invented dirt. <laughs> they did. It's yeah. unbelievable. That's how they know how to clean it, because they invented it. Forget, forget Mesopotamia. It's all about the Greeks. I mean, you know, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> Don't write me no letters. I get it. Wait, Mesopotamia would be like Iraq. Iraq. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? The Babel. Yep. Right? Yep. The Garden of Eden. The Valley, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been See, there. When you say Mesopotamia, I think about the B-52s. <laughs> wow, that's another good one. <laughs> what, you, you, you mean the, the, the U.S. sent over there? No. <laughs> Some weapons of mass destruction that we never found? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, not, no, I'm no fucking right-wing dude. But you know what I am? I love Marines, man. I, I love Marines. Yeah? Marines are like the, the baddest, smartest, most put together. There's some nuts, no, no doubt. But they're the... Oh, come on, on the whole, though, yeah. On the I'm, whole, they're, they're like, like the best we got. Toughest, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like them. Until the post like, office hire them. So salute to you, and I want to say this. This is the 20-year anniversary of 9-11. I will, beginning next week, on Memorial Day, begin reading a piece a week that I wrote in New York during that time because I was the guy for the New York Times that chronicled Ground Zero and those firehouses, etc. It means a lot to me, and I think it should be more than a couple days Yeah. On CNN, which, wow. No, that, that's a that's a good point. People, um, as time goes on, they tend to forget about things, just like in Midland and 
Yep, we got to talk about middling year I'm, anniversary. I mean, honestly, 20 years. Wow. I, I didn't even think about it. It's been 20 years yeah. since 9-11. You got to remember, we have so many things that just we run from thing to thing to thing. So, yep. you know, not, not that it diminishes in importance, but it just, you know, becomes engulfed in all the other clutter. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Share, share, share. Share, share, share. So listen, if you don't want to go to a restaurant, you want you want it for, for Memorial Day, do it this weekend. Memorial Day, you want to roast American Coney Island with the chili and all the fixings, the onions, the buns, you just go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. We're going to pack it up for you on Monday, and it'll be there midweek, and you can have an all-American Memorial Day. Also, brought to you by... ADR, it's really pretty simple. ADR consultants are the ones who call you when you need to get something done right on time and on budget. Are you an investor who can't get straight answers about whether your assets are properly registered or repaired? Call ADR. Do you have issues with zoning or certification issues? Call ADR. Are you trying to get something remodeled and need permits? Ooh, who do I call? Call ADR. All right. Variances, navigation of city hall's jungle? Yeah. Can they handle that? Wow. Construction? Yeah. ADR. Deconstruction. ADR. Demolition. ADR. Rehab. ADR. Project management. ADR. Owner representative services. ADR. Technology deployments. Let me guess. ADR. Goddamn right. Is there anything they can't do? ADR. That's right. You get it done the right way, the way it should be done without excuses. What's that, Karen? ADR, but I'm going to tell you what, and this is a very (laughs) sad thing. You have to know somebody to get something done. A regular resident should be able to pick up the phone and navigate, and you cannot do that. You have to. I'm glad I still know a few people down at City Hall because otherwise I'd be screwed or I'd have to call. Oh, Karen's calling in favors. Wow. ADR. You know what you need? <laughs> you need a jet? Ooh, will ADR do that or who I, should I call the Whitmer's people. Oh, okay. Oh, oh <laughs> boom, shit. Boom. Because ADR can't get you that because they're ethical, honest, smart, and discreet. <laughs> call Barry Allen Tuck for a free consultation. 248-318-9424. Mention the No Bullshit no News Hour and tell them you need someone to... Fix your the fix it. Shit. Oh, we gotta, okay, we gotta, we'll fix that. We gotta work a little bit on to that. Fix your <laughs> shit. Thank you. All right. Have you been sharing while we've been away? Yes. yes. They are. They're sharing and they're sending stars and compliments oh. and feedback. So yes, Charlie. So great. Email BS is on it. It's like being back in fifth grade. I'm getting stars <laughs> and smiley face. This is serious shit. This is so serious. Breaking news. Hit it. Uh, we'll fix that in post too. <laughs> Charlie LaDuff and all the people at the No Bullshit News Hour and the Mackinac Policy Center have settled with the state of Michigan. All right. On the freedom of information lawsuit when they refused to turn over specific data regarding the deaths of vital records. The, the people that are dead. We went back. We looked at their records. They have settled. Uh, Steve DeLee's with us. He's my lawyer. He's my buddy. I'm glad he's not married because we got this late night relationship now. <laughs> we are crunching data. We are reading. We're rereading. We're strategizing. We're, we're just trying to get to answers. Steve, welcome in, brother. Thanks for having me, Charlie. Okay. What happened, Steve? We won, right, bro? Yep. So what we did is we negotiated a settlement with the attorney general and they responded. So they gave us some records and said, we can't give you the others because they don't exist. And I can go into that whenever you're ready. What? You, they don't exist. What? Go, go, Steve. Okay, first of all, we're trying to find out, folks, 
How many people really died in the nursing homes? I'm sorry. It's nonpartisan. It's, it's, it's got nothing to do with the sex of a governor or anything. It's about our, our people. We get any, you know what we've been doing. You know we're going to go in and pick up the corpses in the nursing homes to get a look. You know we're going to be in the jails. You know we're doing it for the right reason. No bullshit. No fear of you. We won't be quiet. Nobody's doing it. So, Steve, go. What did we get? What did we not get? All right. So we asked for four things. Well, you asked for four things. Age of the dead, when they were added to the state's tally, um, whether the state realized or whether the state could tell whether they contracted COVID at a long-term care facility and the date they died. That's what, that's what the ultimate FOIA request was for. They were able to give us the age of the deceased and uh, the date they died. But they also said, we don't have records that show when these were added to the state's official tally. And we don't have records that, can, that we can give you that would show whether they caught COVID at a long-term care facility. Did you guys hear that? Wow. Okay, that's just the first part of this. So let me put this in perspective, folks. Now, I'm going to write this next week when we get the return reaction from the state. We have a very sophisticated data analyst in Silicon Valley. We're crunching, but we got a good idea what's going on. First thing is, we've got 18,000 people died. Everybody follow? Yes. Press like, press smiley face if you get me so far. 18,000 people, more or less, have died from COVID. Are they reacting, Karen? Yes, they okay. are. They're listening. Everybody's following you, Charlie. We got a smart group. Go ahead. Oh, well, of those 18,000, 7,000 are these vital record searches, people that died in the past and we're looking at their death certificates. Seven out of 18, we don't know where they caught it, where they were living. Is that right, Steve? That's basically it. And and I want to emphasize one thing that you just said. You said it's 7,000. I'll be the pedantic lawyer and say 6,945. <laughs> okay. I've not seen that number anywhere else, Charlie. I think you're the first one to get it. So, so that's right. So listen, folks, first thing we know, 40% of all the deaths we're counting, we've got no fucking clue. Right, Steve? Yeah, well, what the state has said is they don't know where they caught it, Right. And then you did some follow-up on that, and that seemed to indicate we don't know if they're counting them either. Um, so it's it got a lot more complicated even after the settlement. So basically, Steve, you, you, like you're getting paid by the word here, dude. I know you're pro bono. Yes <laughs> or no? It doesn't seem like it. Boom. Okay, you guys heard it. This is the Mackinac Policy Center. Nonpartisan, think tank, data crunching nerds who are invested in a better Government. That's it. That's that's who you got right there. Don't take it from nutbag. We don't know. So 7,000, that's 40% of all of them. Let's take those 7,000. Okay, folks, follow me. Move them to the side for a minute. Just take them out. So 18 minus 7 is 11,000. 5,500 people died in long-term nursing facilities. Follow me so far? I can in, do that math. That's 50%. 50%. Today, we're reporting 30%. And they're adding the 7,000 in, so the number goes down. Right, Steve? Your math, not mine, Charlie. I became a lawyer for a reason. But, Bitch. you know, it, it checks out to me. Um, the real question is, what do we got to do to follow up and learn more, right? Okay, well, here's what we know. Next part. 
Are you actually looking? We ask the state. We have this many times. Are you looking at the 7,000 and trying to determine if they were from a nursing home? No. Are you looking and trying to determine where they caught COVID? Since everybody will remember, we did it for schools, churches, bars, restaurants, factories, right? Your homes, remember? But we weren't tracking the death of 40% where they got it. And then we made what, Steve? We made decisions about what, shutting down the UP? Yeah, I mean, basically, these numbers were what we relied on to determine what policies were being drafted, right? So whether it's shutting down bars, quarantine requirements, whatever it may be, we're relying on this data to make those decisions, or at least that's what I understood the state to be doing. Um, if the data is faulty, then we need to go back and reevaluate those decisions and figure out what went wrong, why it went wrong, and how we can change it to be better the next time something like this happens, God forbid. Steve, how, how does this compare to other states and primarily, Fuck. I mean, well, prim primarily New York. Fuck! What? Nothing. It's just <laughs> acting. I'm just, you know, you really are rude I to thought Mark. It was, I thought it was a good question. You're really, really good and rude to Mark. I just try, you know, I'm just, <laughs> oh, I'm just going with the theme of the show. I, I'm a dick. I got, I got some tough skin. That's fine. You can yell at me all you want. But uh, she'd love to follow New York uh, until they had to make changes. Uh, way to really move it out of what, you know, what? We, can we finish doing this? Okay. We're trying to get Michigan's. Uh, let me answer it. We're trying to get Michigan's answer. Yes. I don't care about New York. Somebody in New York's got to do New York. And they didn't do New okay. York, right? The attorney general of New York did it. Somebody needs to do it in Florida. Somebody needs to do it in California. An investigation. Yeah. Yeah. I, so we don't know. I won't, even, I won't even go into it because I don't know the little secret things they're doing. Here's the next piece. The next piece. In our asking of these 7,000 people, why aren't you making the phone call? Why aren't you finding out where they're, the way you find out if they're, uh, you, you count them from a, a nursing home is if that was your primary place of residence. That's it. That's how it works. Why didn't you just call? Call the next of kin. Call who's ever at the address. Put the address in the computer and see if it's a registered facility. Pretty fucking simple. Don't have the answer. Except, didn't we, Steve? We got a forensic fingerprint. We got a small sliver of data. In the correspondence we were having, from an epidemiologist, nameless, highlighted in blue, mm -hmm. saying, we did do, we, we, we did do that. Hmm. And what the epidemiologist said was, between March and June, I don't, still don't know what between means, so we're going to say it's March, April, May, and June of 2020, we identified 1,300 vital records deaths, right? We okay. looked into it. And 648 were from nursing homes, 50%. They had it. So they did do this. The question is, did you, were, you, were you counting, realize how bad it was, stop doing it, or are you still doing it and withholding it from us? Is that a fair assessment, Steve? Yeah, basically, Charlie, what, what's happening is we're getting mixed signals. We've got some people at the state who are telling us, we don't report this. We don't separate out long-term care deaths and vital records. But that epidemiologist you mentioned said that they could. So the question is- Not said that they could. Right Not said that they could. The Not said that they could. But actually provided the data cell. 
Yes, that's correct. Yes. Well, that shifts it from, um, you know, just being incompetent to almost negligent. Well, we're trying to, right, bro. Exactly. We're really trying to figure this out. Well, Charlie, let me let me say this too. Um, Becky has indicated that when someone dies in their facility, paperwork needs to be filled out for the county and the local police to sign off. So there is paperwork out there. She's in Novi and Milford. So maybe there's paperwork there and the paperwork is not being. I don't. Is this really? Uh, we're 14 months into this. Mm. We've had nurses directors of nursing on this home tell you you look the, the nursing home deaths that we do know are self-reported right it's an honor system right the nurse told you they were tanking those numbers i have that from at least four facilities you know you have to know what happened to this 648 i know folks it's a lot of numbers but i hope at least sounds like we're doing math till midnight 650 deaths have not been added that we absolutely know about from the epidemiologist. Yes. 650. That's over 10%. Right there. Acknowledge. That's one in 10 bodies is being hidden. Minimum. Now, if you do the real numbers, it could be 50%. We could have 10,000 bodies. Well, what does this all mean? The real count is 80% higher than we're saying. Cuomo's getting whipped for being 50% higher. There it is, yeah. Oh, we're close. What bravery. No, this is bullshit. And we had to sue. Steve, right? We, we won, brother. We did, yes. Uh, it's, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, Charlie. It's, it's a shame that we have to sue. These are public records. It seems like these are pretty straightforward questions that anybody should be asking um, it would have been nice to get this without the lawsuit. But all that being said, we, we did have to sue. We got a settlement. We got some records. And that led to a lot of the follow-up that you're talking about right now. Steve, have you ever had to sue or the Mackinac Center another administration for anything oh, like yeah. this? Oh, oh, definitely. So we, you know, over the last six months or so, we've uh, probably have nine different FOIA suits, mostly against universities, municipalities. Uh, I think we sued Governor Snyder's office for the Flint water crisis documents as well. So, I mean, our, our view on transparency is pretty simple. These are public records. They should be publicly accessible unless it fits squarely within a very narrow exemption. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem like that's how things are being applied. This is, this is America. This is our country. All of this, these are our records. We fought, Look, you don't got to like me. May I don't like you. <laughs> but we're all in it together. So, Steve, transparency, honesty in government, sunshine, the First Amendment, the people's right to speak and to challenge the leadership that's supposed to represent them. How many news organizations filed an amicus brief? What is an amicus brief, first of all? So amicus brief means friend of the court. It's essentially a supporting brief saying we agree and here's some things you should consider. Um, in terms of who joined us in this case. How many media uh, organizations no supported our First Amendment protest that it is our right to have the answers? How many? No one joined us in the suit. No one joined us in the suit. Not a one? Not a one. Look, it's, it's the data is the data. You do what you're going to do with it. I do what I'm going to do with it. Not one. Why, Karen? 
Well, Charlie, you know, that's very interesting to, to think that no one else would do that. But, you know, before we came on, you know, I was talking about how, you know, it, it, it's very disappointing that under this administration, both in the mayor's office and I guess it's spilled over into the governor's office. I mean, there's no challenge of anything. Now, is it an l- amount of limited resources or just the lack of the willingness or inability or disinterest in challenging the status quo? So I don't know, but it's a good question. I've never seen such passivity uh, in, 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 in the past ever. This, this time it's the latter because what resources do you need? Because Charlie and, um, and Steve had already in the Mackinac Center had already started this. Right. All you had to do was file a piece of paper. Exactly. But you didn't support it because nobody wants to take it on. So now I get tons of calls from reporters who I respect and love, and we talk. And they'll tell the truth. Grow a set out there. Yeah. I got a call from MERS. We all know who MERS is now, right? The the one I I ask a question and the governor floats it. I got a call. It's a hostile call from a reporter going like this wants the whole story. Well, I, I don't understand. 7,000. I mean, it, it, it's very possible that uh, uh, my mother lived with me and then uh, caught COVID and I had to put her in a nursing home and she died in the hospital. So I, I don't know where you're going. And I'm like, why did you ask the governor fucking questions like this? And why 14 months later am I having to explain to you the definition of a nursing home death? And if you really thought about it, lady, it's simple. An epidemiologist makes a call like they've been doing for everything else. Yeah. Red, these, I- these things... Sorry, these things that we've done in the last 14 months have historical significance and they have significance into the future. Yeah, and I want to say, because some people, you know, I go back and look at comments and quit people questions and some people be asking why is this such an importance that we keep hitting it? Because not only is it forcing the government to be transparent, it's also bringing up there's a serious problem in the oversight and the operations of our nursing homes and long care facilities, long term care facilities. So when they don't provide us the information that we are entitled to, it does not give us what we need to fix the problem that is there. Fix the shit. Fix the shit. How hard is that? But it also speaks to character. I mean, we're talking people who are not fulfilling their commitment, their obligation or doing their responsibility in the positions that they hold quite simply. So, you know, that it, it speaks to character, uh, lack of integrity uh, and just all out and out fraud in some cases, because what's supposed to be done, what they're pay- being paid to do isn't being done. Right. And again, um, I'll make it simple how I feel about it. What I've been these are human beings we're talking about. These are our lives. You had czar-like power to tell us what to do, where to go, and how to behave. And we did it. And then I'm hearing data, 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 data. <laughs> what fucking none. data? What no data? What, what fucking data? It's, it's a mess. Now, here's the next one, folks. Ready? So now we're like, is this shit 50%? We know it's 10% minimum. Okay. Long-term care facilities are this. We all say nursing homes. That's a catchphrase. That's fine, yeah. But nursing homes are really a subset of a group of adult care centers. There's a nursing home, which provides 24-hour nursing. Okay, got it? Mm -hmm. There's a home for the aged, which is a nursing home, but doesn't provide 24-hour nursing. They provide two, three, four days a week. The nurses come in. Got it so far? Right. There's an adult foster care home, which is the same as a home for the aged. Sometimes a nurse comes in, but those are from one person to 20 people. 
Okay, got it so far? Yes. Within the adult foster care, there are two types of homes. One that has 13 people or more, and those that have 12 people or less. Of that group, there are 600 with 13 or more, okay. and like 3,400 with 12 or less. Here's my point. Those 3,400 facilities are not required to report any data. No COVID outbreak, no deaths. So that's about 20, 25% of the entire population of these things. And they don't even ask for a number. Wow. Add that in. No oversight whatsoever. Shit, this is bullshit. Sorry, I'm, I'm on fire here. All the pain and misery I've seen. This is what we're doing. This is it, folks. So we will crunch it, get it tight, get, and I know you're listening. I've emailed you, state of Michigan. You're listening. I know you love this program. Everybody loves the program. But they won't come on. No. Well, the next question then, and you alluded to it earlier, is why would there not be an investigation? Ooh. Care to guess, Steve, I, I, why there wouldn't be an investigation? Yeah, Steve. <laughs> You're asking an attorney to speculate, oh, um, but I would say, you know, if if this all pans out, as Matlock as, as always as speculated, as, come on. <laughs> if this all pans out, it's something we need to look at, and, and the reason we need to look at it is because it's it's affecting the public policy of the state. It's touched everyone's lives, not just residents of long term care, but everybody's. And the goal here needs to be what is the best policy that we could have enacted to save as many people as possible. And we need answers to these kinds of questions to be able to analyze that and hopefully have a better future. Yeah, because it's going to happen again. I mean, it might be 100 years. You know, 1918 well, took 100 years. I, I mean, it still. might happen when some of us end up in a nursing home if we do. You know, it might happen in another yeah. 20, 30 years. Well, this is, for, forgive it, but this is endemic of a lot of government. Forget yeah. we have another pandemic. This could be highway contracts. Yeah, right. This could be school funding. It's some bullshit going on under there. That's why we're no bullshit. And look, if the state can provide something that makes sense, we'll report it. But it, it's done. I, I feel I, I've got it. Or Merz will report it. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> so yesterday, just to move this forward, yeah. there's a press conference with the governor in the middle of a jet plane gift Scandal. Mm -hmm. Nursing homes are still a mess. What else is going on? We, uh, it's the one year anniversary of the collapse of the dam in Midland, right? She throws mm -hmm. a cutesy press conference to deflect about how we're going to get out of the COVID uh, restrictions in about, you know, six or eight weeks. Uh, it's a press conference to let you know we're going to do something. And nobody asked anything, anything about the jet. <laughs> Nobody asked anything about Midland, who's culpable for the damn collapse. They didn't ask anything. Especially, and you said she did it. Where was that presser at? It was in, in around Midland, right? Steve, you're from Midland. Where was it at? You're muted. Steve, what, what happened uh -oh. to him? Uh-oh. Oh, dude, is it, look, is, is narcolepsy contagious? <laughs> <laughs> or, is, or is he taking the fifth? <laughs> <laughs> he might have froze out, but, oh. but here's the deal. The question was what? I, and just where it was at. And because I, I'm getting to the point of, you know, Midland was a pretty big deal. The dam collapsed. So 
why where are we at why is nobody asking her questions about that it was at it was at the minor league ballpark okay okay like the one year anniversary yes. nobody asked who's culpable so let, let me do this i would have look here here's a report from the uh, Mackinac Center about the Midland County dam failure. All right? Yeah. We know that the owner didn't take care of it. Yeah. They, they do they, the upgrade. Uh, they love pointing the finger at, at the owner. That, that's okay. that's federal, fair. Federal government said, hey, you're not keeping it up. Here's what we're going to do. Here's our jurisdiction. Those generators for the water, yeah. right? the hydroelectric, we're taking your permit. As far as it goes, we're done with it. Now it's up to the state. According to this report, the state, Eagle, right? What is that? Energy, Great Lakes, Environmental, whatever. Sure. Okay. Used to an be oversight D committee. Used to be DEQ. Is this an oversight? Uh, no, it's the Department of uh, um, um, Environmental Quality. Okay, got you. Yeah. DNR for all gotcha. purposes. They inspected the dam and said, it's good to go. So the feds have a report saying, uh-uh, man, this thing's dangerous. They inspected it and said, no, no, no problem. So then the owner of the dam in 19 is going, yo, bro. Uh, it's not really safe. Can I let some water out? Mm -hmm. No, I can't let water out. It's dangerous. No, you can't let water. So, he, out. so he's so, even <laughs> raising the issue. He's saying, "Look." This, so the this. guy who manages and runs the dam said, "Hey, we're about to have a problem. Can I try to solve it?" Right. The company, <laughs> according to the report, the company continued to seek permission to lower the lake levels in nineteen. Right? Shit, dude, it's getting bad. They told him no. He did it anyway. Okay, he did it anyway. Okay. Okay, so in 2020, they, they made him stop doing it, and they sued him about three weeks before the dam collapsed for doing it because he was damaging some freshwater mussels. <laughs> what? So Dana, oh Dana Nessel. So they're on top of all that. Sued him for trying to lower the lake levels because he knew there was danger. The feds told you it was danger. The state said there was no danger. Now they're trying to say we knew there was danger. Wow. So again, culpability. We need an investigation, and it shouldn't be in Dana Nestle's hands. Nobody asked because nobody's looking because nobody cares in the media. Yeah, we ain't worried about this damn, but the muscles, they have to leave. It happened again. I, I quit. Are we re-rolling this shit or are we on? You want the I think we're on now. We're good. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, it. This All right, guys, this is complete shit. It's three weeks in a row. Everybody out there knows it. Yeah. The fuck? Mm -hmm. If Drew wasn't such a scroungy, mangy-looking dude, he would realize the importance of getting some fucking internet in here. Ed's gone. Man, we're in the top 200 goddamn news show in America now. This what we get? Well, Ed's gone. Uh, all right. Steve, thanks for being with us, brother. Hey, Charlie, always happy to be on. All right, man, I will uh, talk to you. We're going to dig hard. We're going to work this weekend. And I want to say great work so far, because thus far, it sounds like the only data that's available, you and Charlie have managed to dig up. So great work so far. Thanks for that, Red. And, and Charlie, yeah, I look forward to continuing to work, and, and hopefully we can get to the bottom of everything. Yeah, maybe you can hire me over there, because this shit-ass place I'm working at. The fuck? Work this hard all week. I, mean, I don't think I've been to bed before three. You come in here every goddamn week, the shit bags out. Yep. Promising you're going to fix it. Get a phone line. Yep. Fix the shit. I just want to say, if you ever thought about getting internet with a pay-and-go type deal, this is what happens. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. All right. Uh, thanks, Steve. 
listen, uh, I'm not going to overreact. Because overreaction is not a strategy. What is a strategy? For the long-term investor? Yes. Well, burying your head in the sand and hoping it all turns out for the good is not the strategy. Like the internet here. That's exactly right. <laughs> First of all, I want you to call my friend Drew Lane and tell him to fix the fucking internet. It's bullshit. And then I want you to call Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Well. 248-663-4748. Get some rational financial advice. Stocks and bonds. Do you move your 401k, your college savings plan? What's up with inflation? You making the right investments? Come on, man. Get advice, get a strategy. Luke Nowacki, Pinnacle Well, 248-663-4748. Let's thank David Hall at Hall Financial for sponsoring this dump ass of a network. What a shit. Arlie. What? Thank you, David. Thanks, David. If you could maybe kick a couple bucks so we could we could get an antenna or some shit up here. Because we all know that rates are currently in the low three. So call today and find out how much relief you could spare your family every month. Save a couple payments. Lower it. You know what I mean? Hunker down. Get ready. Just click the link and go to the website, davidhallmortgage.com. Or call 248-308-5000. That's 248-308-5000. Make sure you tell them we sent you here. Okay, somebody do something to, next to get week, me back. Next week we can do the show live from my car because none of my lives drop out like this. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I saying. You, I told you to come over here. Let's do it on the back deck. All right, look, I, I'm gonna get. You might the, have to. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here because I'm just pissed. But I'm gonna tell you the next thing we're working on. All right, we all know Gretchen Whitmer scrounged up a plane, right, so she could go see your dad. Tell us who's on it. It's really important who's on it. Because if nobody with business with the slush fund was on it, you violated the IRS rules. That's important. Has, it, has anyone asked her directly at one of these press conferences, like at the baseball park? No. No, no one's directly said who else no. is on. Hmm. You forgot the Zoom meeting? It, it ain't over. You're yeah. going to answer it. You're going you're gonna to freaking answer it. Yeah. You are. Yeah, she's really fucking Did you cut the bad. check? Mm. This isn't a charter company. You didn't charter it. She got them in trouble, too. Right? Yeah. Now they're getting investigated. Did you cut a check? If you cut a check, that could be wire fraud. You see what happens? I was going to ask our polis, why is there no law on, like, accepting gifts, trying to cover it up? Like, you you bought a seat for eight fifty five yeah. on a plane chartered by your own slush fund. Which can't be chartered, but Okay. Yeah. Who mm. else is on it? What was the business? Why was there no other charges for the trip for this slush fund for instance let's say ex- oh. executives flew down great question yeah. Right? yeah it's a social welfare thing we're trying to get people to vote let's say uh-huh. was there an event that you sponsored where's the where, where's the receipt is there hotels for the executives of the fund where are those meals why is there none of that what do we know about this fund or what do you know about this fund the, the fund was set up in 2018 to help with the transition they knew full well the transition was going to happen, yeah. so you throw in some other verbiage. Also, to promote, promote the general welfare, secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Whatever that means. Right. You yeah. throw in some bullshit. Pretty generic, yeah. And you, they have a million dollars of expenses um, for the last two years. A million dollars. What is that spent on? Yeah. Office administration, 
I don't know where there's an office. I, I thought we was all at home almost the last year and a half. Boom. And allegedly, the, Red, allegedly. And the office. <laughs> allegedly, right. The office, according to the, the filing documents, is a P.O. box. Hmm. The phone wow. number is a non-working number with the state of Michigan. So who's this administration running it then? Right. So who's on Who's and How on much it? are they getting paid? Exactly. And let huh. me throw this out here for anybody that want to ask why. Because we expect the people that we put in these positions to do what the hell they supposed to do. We do this, I'm going to jail. We did it to Rick Snyder with his nerd fund. I humiliated that cat. Yeah. I went up there, camped in his office. We were tailing him around town. Who you paying out of this? Who's paying into it? Was Equal the, opportunity. Was the nerd fund set up in the same way to help? Yes. Okay. 501c4. Kwame Kilpatrick had a 501c4 called the Civic Fund. Remember he went to prison for it? Yeah. Taking jets to Vegas? Remember? <laughs> hey, folks. That's interesting. You yeah. get the big chair. You get, you, get, you get the scope. That's what you get. So now, now, breaking news. That's broken too. We have a second plane. What? Yes, we have a second plane that the governor scrounged up. This one was the same trip. No, this one was for the inauguration. Remember, she went with her daughters. Right. Okay. Now you go to this slush fund filing. It's called the Michigan Transition 2019. Gotcha. That thing was dark for years until this plane mess showed up, and all of a sudden it's up online again. Oh, oh, huh. and it's got filings. Yeah, interesting. So, you know, I'm looking through this. I wrote for Deadline Detroit. I go, there's a $21,000 gift in the filings for January. The one in, in uh. the, the one in March, <laughs> right, down to Florida, right, was travel for the fund. This one's a gift, gift. for the fund. Labeled as a gift. So now maybe the governor could say, hey, I was doing stuff for the fund. I don't know. Were your daughters on there? Did they reimburse the fund? How did you get the plane? Well, one thing we know, she know a lot of people with private planes. I'll I tell you how you got the plane. You fucking called and asked for the plane. You're shaking down gifts. So now you're going to answer for that one. Get ready. We're going to be very busy next week. Well, next week is what? Memorial Day? Memorial Day. We'll All right. Some, we'll, you know, something. We'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll do our findings on the nursing homes. And then get ready. You're going to answer. You're going to answer it. Charlie, let me throw this out there for people to think, because people always say, oh, that particular elected position doesn't pay a lot of money. It's not about the money that you're paid in a salary. It's about the access to resources and the perception of power and influence that you have in that position. And that's why people want it. And that's why you have access to people that have private jets. And that's why you have all the the perks and the goodies, because everybody's lapping up to you, because at some point they're going to want something done. And on top of that, Karen, I feel like that's like when you go apply for a job. You know the job tells you what it pays. So for you to say, well, they don't make that much, yeah, they know that when they apply for it. So when you apply for it, do the fucking job that you applied for. And it's not about the money, Brad. It's about all the stuff they have access to in that role. So the The question is is when people run, and James Craig's going to run, and he's got things to answer for, and he's going to. By the way, he's a man. He's a Republican, and I kicked his ass for six years, right? So remember what's going to happen. It's all got to come through here, whether the fucking internet's working or not. Yeah, he's it's, a man. That's it's coming shit. through here because we had the courage to do what you asked, the old school. Hold them to account. So now you're shaking down airplanes? 
So you're actually getting shit from people because Wetmer, Wetmer, Whitmer is a woman. That's really a thing no. that's happening. Yeah, I'm getting that. Why? Because uh, she gets a free pass. It's the same as Trump gets a pass. No, Do you really think this no. election's a fake? No, I'm, you know what? That's an excuse. I, I yeah. did, you know, if, if, if we were just seeing this type of passion uh, and relentless pursuit of an issue for the first time from Charlie, okay, maybe. But Charlie is like this with everybody, with everything, good, bad, male, female, gender neutral, Republican, Democrat, uh, atheist or whatever. I mean, that's his approach to getting the information. I mean, People and, and people don't understand this. This isn't about the person. It's about the performance and what people who have put these people in position are entitled to based on their vote and their and their confidence in this person. You take the person out of the equation. That's why I keep telling everybody. They're like, why doesn't he like why does he like the governor? He doesn't like or dislike the governor. He's talking about what she's doing and not doing and what we are entitled to as residents of this state. Right. And, and we're in the middle you know, they're making excuses in March. Uh, you know, the, the the positivity rate was low. It was still at five. The target was two. In 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 January, it was raging. Yeah. yeah. You took your daughters. I mean, just there's so much bullshit. Well, I, even with this new thing, with the new uh, June first and July first liftings, for the what last three or four weeks, it was once we reached seventy percent. Well, now that's not even in the picture no more. Well, that's fine and that's smart and it's good to get off of it because you weren't going to get there. Make, did you make a yeah, call? Yeah. No, you're right. They, they never would have gotten off that. Uh, Let's call chart. the yeah. president of this slush fund, Michigan Transition 2019. I've left messages. We'll, we'll try one more time. Name's Lisa Canada. She's the lobbyist for the Carpenters and Millwrights. Charlie, you find everybody. People deserve an answer. She's a lobbyist and she runs the fund? Yeah. That's legal? She's not, she's not answering your call. Let's ask her. Come on, Karen, be positive. Your call has been forwarded to an Ugh. automatic voice message system. Five. Oh, nice. Five. Oh, so I'm going to assume that's either Lansing or Macomb. At the tone, please record your message. <laughs> when one. you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Lisa, it's Charlie Laduff with the No Bullshit News Hour. Please return the call. I got a lot of questions about this fund, about the charges, about the chartering, about the legality, about the gifts. Um, I have your address. We can send Red to knock on the door. We can pull the old Rob Wolchek bit, Hall of Shame, or you can... Face the public. Uh, I'll I've do left, it too. I left you my number and I sent you an email. So please get back to us. And if I don't hear back from you, have a very wonderful Memorial Day. And uh, we'll be seeing you. Do you want to try your office? It is uh, working hours. I, no one's in the office. Hmm. You, 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 well, the question would be, what office? <sighs> in what capacity? That, that was a hell of a threat, though. I'm not a threat. I'm going to send, like send red to your door. It's not a threat. Yeah, I'd be afraid if I got that message. That's unprofessional. I'd be like, what the hell? Take that back. That's unprofessional. Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't a threat. It's not a threat. It's like we're going to come that knock was, on your was, door. Right. I don't want to do that. That wasn't a threat. Let me. I don't want to do that. It's called journalism, not a threat. Yes, not a threat. Sorry, I was doing it again. And it's not a gotcha. It's not <laughs> a gotcha. I'm just waiting thing. on happy hour at this point. 
after it's not, the it's not a gotcha door knock either. You're giving no. plenty of opportunity yes. to answer the question. Is the governor on the take? Simple. Pretty simple. What are we doing? We we washing bullshit. You're calling people, asking for airplanes. I don't want my governor doing it. No. I want my governor accepting her $160,000 a year, doing the people's business, and if it doesn't fit your lifestyle, then go off and get another job. Right. That's the whole point of it. I don't care if you got an R or a D in front of your name. Be clean. Okay. Do the job. By the way, Nicole Curtis. Yes. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, she got the home the improvement queen. Yes. She beat the land bank. She beat doo-doo. Mm-hmm. Judge said, uh, land bank's ridiculous. What do you... You didn't file your deed for a year. The government taking people's houses yeah. sits there like lazy asses. Good right? old Detroit. Then sniffs her out and decide they're going to try to rob her of it. Yeah, thank God we. This is a great system. <sighs> I mean, at least there's a judge out there going, "Fuck off." Yeah. She beat you, doo doo. Oh yeah. Another one bites the dust. And let's. Oh man, we're going to hear about these poison holes. What happens? If these holes are poison. Oh, we know they are. The feds already said they are. How many? We'll get out of that. Look, I'm going to get out of here. It was a good enough show. It had a lot of stuff. It's just technical. But before I do that, I do. I do. I got to say this. I'm here for your grandma. For her hands, her heart, her health, and her head. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm doing. You don't have to like it. If you don't like it, don't bother me. I can take criticism. I can take corrections. That's all good. But if you're tribing up, I want anything to do with it. Don't put memes of Joe Biden cupping Gretchen Whitmer's breasts on my Facebook page. I'm not with you. I don't want to edit you. I'm not that. You know what that does? That wastes my time. It's noise. And then it makes it seem like anything left on my page, I endorse. Yeah. Right. Be an adult. No, there was no fraud at Kobo. Period. That's what I got to say about it. We've already been through it. And no, I'm going to. This one's from Michelle. Oh, okay. Pretty sad you're harassing a female governor more harshly for shady financial dealings than you did for a previous male governor for turning a blind eye to the Flint water crisis and paying people to keep their mouths shut. I used to like you, but you are like the majority of the male population and attack females in power. Hey, I can't blame you. Whatever makes you the most profit, right? Because isn't this what it's really about? Financial gain? Let's let's back up there. Let's back up here. Let's back up here. What an incredibly sexist thing to say, Michelle. Shame on you, you sexist. I didn't hold Snyder to account. I didn't. That's real easy. Google that. That whole investigation that Nestle screwed up was based on my work and alone my work. And you pre-call some of that stuff. That was going to happen. Fakano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kilpatrick. Mm-hmm. Duggan. Check. Bing. Check. Trump. Check. Giuliani. Check. Schwarzenegger. Check. Gilbert. Well, if anything, I think Gilbert. You should, you should go after Jack. Check. Illich. Check. Chief James Craig. Check. Chief Ralph Godby. Check. check. Fire commissioners. Check, check. Judges. Check, check, check. City council members. I took them all on when they abused the people whom I love. If you don't love me, so what? That's what I'm doing. I I hold power to account. That's how our democracy functions, regardless if you want it to be that way, 
regardless of the sexual organs in somebody's pants. If we somebody doesn't hold them to account, if you expect them not to be held to account, we have fascism, we have Bolshevism. We reporters are the first line. You know what? Because we're of the people. That's all we are. Everybody's a reporter. You don't just shout dumb shit. You go do the work. I'm trying to do it for you. No, madam, you're a sexist. Perhaps what's happening is you're deflecting your disappointment and your flawless leader and projecting it on me. Right? Because I put the people before the politicians and the parties and you might try it yourself. It's liberating. It's liberating. Mm-hmm. And it's not about being a fan base of anybody. This is about holding feet to the fire, no matter who you are. And if you want to come in my space, you're welcome. All points of view are welcome. Be respectful to each other. But how did you start the show, Charlie? You were talking about when someone made a comment that that maybe your words toward Red weren't necessarily favorable. And Red, you know, Red said they aren't disrespectful. And Mark, me, everybody, everybody is expected to do their best to put up 200 percent, not just for Charlie, but for the show and the people who support it and who listen. That is who Charlie is. That's who everyone should be. You should always give your best and expect at least that much from everybody around you. Yes. And shit, if you make a mistake, you apologize. As I start off, if if I'm coming off that way, I don't mean it. And and that's me. And that's being my friend. And. You know, yeah. I, I'm never going to put any memes of you up there and, you know, I'm going to be honest. The tribalism drives me nuts. Yeah. I, I can't think of a one politician. Everything they do is perfect. Really? What so, the, we do, so we don't bother questioning it. It's ridiculous. That, that's the problem. And it's lazy to take that stance that just to not go after somebody because of their but, gender but, but the po- or but their the party. But the officials have to also admit it to Mark. They have to come up and say, you know what? I made a mistake or this is what I did. I agree. And this is who I am and move on. If, in fact, this story about this trip to Florida on a private jet were handled properly, we'd be talking about something else right now. <laughs> we right. Have to be and, and, and I would say this, too. I get it in some way, right? Because the, the big three are, are women, right? Yeah. And so it looks that way. There aren't enough women in positions of big power. They st- we're still not there. And so it seems like that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I agree with that. But that's not what I'm about. Yeah. It's absolutely not what I'm about. I just I respect you so much. I'm going to kick your ass from down here. I'm just a little guy. <laughs> right. I'm just a little guy in a basement with shit that don't work. Yeah. And a couple. Level. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. A midget yeah. trying to kick a giraffe in the ass. <laughs> That's funny. But Charlie, you think about this. And I mean, you you think about the the hell I caught trying to make people accountable for their performance. So, I mean, you know, maybe women, maybe these women don't want to be criticized. Maybe they don't want to be ostracized. But I believe if you assume a leadership role, then you are supposed to lead. That doesn't mean that everybody's going to like you. That doesn't mean that everybody's going to support you. But you do what's in the best interest of the role you occupy and the people you serve. and I remember when you were working, I mean, I respected you. It was sort of like, oh, this this, this one is a tiger. This is a tiger. And they had so many dudes, like, below you, right? The press secretary. Th- those guys blew up like the drummer from Spinal Tap. There was like <laughs> eight, eight or ten of these guys. 
They were they were like panty waists, right? The one the one that you didn't want to tangle with was Karen, because she's a powerful person. I still don't knows what she's doing. Still scared of her. How about you know you think that I look at women as people? How about you know I was raised by a woman? How about you know I'm in love with a woman? How about you know my 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 daughter's a woman? You fucking gotta be kidding. Politics ain't popularity, and if that's no, what you're not. looking for, you you in the wrong game. And I get it. A lot of people are starting to go like this. You're one of them, okay. meaning meaning the Republicans. Which the time? Yeah. Anyway, I respect <laughs> I respect the Trumpies. Some of them, most of them, not them nuts doing the, the you know the titty grabbing shit. I don't respect that, but I respect your mind and the way you live your life and what you're thinking about. There's always room. Always want to hang out. Always want to hear. I can always learn. It's the same with the Bernistas. I dig those people. They got a really good thought. Remember we had the, the Boogaloo boy? Yeah. Yeah. He was tight. He, he wasn't a terrorist. He was tight. But you only learn when you listen to people from various perspectives. I mean, right. who? And, and most people don't, you know, they, they don't want to like, respect, or even engage with people that think differently than them. And that's a very sad state of personal affairs. You have to, I mean, you you have to talk to other people and you have to be receptive to it and respectful of it. You I have think. to listen to other people too. God gave us two ears and one mouth. Yep, you're he absolutely to listen right. Twice as much. And two chances. <laughs> <laughs> if he strikes you turning off of the other cheek, now the good Lord didn't say what to do after that. Am I right? Fair enough. All good right. point, yes. Uh, listen, oh. so in the end, in the end. Internet sucks. Internet sucks. Thanks for hanging Our with off. us. Stay with us. It's all going to improve, but yeah. the content is there. The soul is there. The work is there. The people are here. We're with you. Ultimately, well, for your grandma, her well-being. So try to love one another. If you can't, try to respect one another. We'll be back Wednesday. With the totality of what we find. Excellent. Clapped in church on Sunday morning. Grandma's hand played a tambourine so well. Grandma's hand used to issue out a warning. She'd say, Billy, don't you run so fast. Might fall on a piece of glass. Might be snakes there in that grass. Grandma's hand. Sue the local unwed mother Grandma's hand Used to ache sometimes and swell Grandma's hand Used to lift her face and tell her she'd say Baby, Grandma, understand That you really love that man Put yourself in Jesus' hands Grandma's hand Used to hand me piece of candy Grandma's hand Pick me up each time I fell Grandma's hand Boy, they really came in a handy She'd say, Matty, don't you whip that boy What you wanna spank him for He didn't drop no apple core But I don't have grandma anymore if I get to heaven, I'll look for grandma.